and welcome to The Purpose Project. My name is Sarah Kroger and I am the founder of The Purpose Project and I am here to help you create a life based on the belief that you were loved into existence on purpose, with purpose, and for purpose and that that purpose is greater than just making it to bedtime. I am a mom of seven, a goat lover, a homeschooler, and right now I am your mindset coach. So let's dig in. Funny thing about light and dark, they're opposites, right? Yet they always exist together. Hey, you guys, it has been a while, hasn't it? I have really missed coming in and talking to you and being part of your rhythm and hopefully some encouragement and mindset shift and just some connection with another person who is working hard to shift focus and look forward and not be satisfied with just a is what it is kind of mentality, but really looking to what can it be? What can my life be? And I got to tell you in this time that we've been apart, I have had a lot, a lot to chew through. Um, and I don't want to be dramatic. I, I am, I am expecting our seventh baby. Um, and I have had some health issues that have popped up in the last six months that I have been dealing with. And I will tell you, this is a total, total aside, but if you're in a situation where you feel like you just have so much brain fog that you can't even think straight, please, please, please do not chalk it up to just age or mom brain or something like that. Um, but I'm not a doctor and this is not what this podcast is about, but I can tell you that I understand how debilitating and um, undoing of your rhythm, that kind of stuff can be. But the good news is I'm feeling better and we are moving forward and I am back recording and have some things to share with you coming up and I'm ready to dig in. But I was thinking the other day about darkness and thinking it takes so very much darkness to make a room completely dark, yet so very little light to push back the darkness. Have you ever thought about that? Have you ever been in a room that is so dark that you truly couldn't see anything, not even the outline of your hand in front of your face? I have, but really not very often. Typically, even when I'm in a room I might call complete darkness, there's like moonlight or a clock or a light on the coffee maker. And I'll tell you, it's so funny. We live, I always joke that we live in the middle of nowhere, which is pretty true. Um, and there is no ambient light around me. And I remember shortly after we moved into the house we live in now, my sister-in-law and brother-in-law and their family were coming to visit us. And I said, just be careful. It's really dark out here. And they're like, oh, yeah, no big deal. I mean, we drive in the dark all the time. It's not a big deal. I'm like, yeah, but it's really dark up here. Like we live really in the middle of nowhere. And there's just no, there's no light. And they're like, we're good, Sarah. It's fine. We're, we can drive in the dark. We'll be fine. And they got to our house. And I, I had said that because they were going to get there. They weren't leaving until after work. And they were a couple hours away. And, and they were going to get there kind of late at night. And as soon as I opened the door, they looked at me and they're like, Wow. It is really dark up here to the point that when the moon is bright, 
It's so dark otherwise that the moon actually casts a shadow. And I like that's one of the first times I can think of that I ever experienced that because there's always a street light or neighbor's lights or car lights or lights from town or something like that. And it gave me a whole new perspective on darkness and light. Because like I said, even in that room that you call completely dark, you can see some, see some shadows. And really by definition, in order for there to be shadows, there must be light coming from somewhere. And I've always been blown away um, by the reality that even a baby in the womb can see light. Before we go on, I wanted to just thank you for tuning in again after my mid-series hiatus to kick off season two. It's a new chapter in my life and a new season for this podcast. And I have a lot of really neat things in mind to just help you make those millimeter adjustments and shift your focus to have not just blowing sunshine positivity, but real genuine peace and joy in your life and real genuine perspective on what is real and what is serving you and how you can grow. Like I said, we're preparing to welcome baby number seven. I have been dealing with some health things, but I am feeling great and I'm ready to come back and serve you. And I want you guys to be on the lookout for a seven day series that's gonna have some real quick and fast mindset tools that you can put in your toolbox and keep in your pocket for those days that you're struggling. So that when you have a day that you're struggling, you don't have to think, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? You think, no, Sarah gave me seven days worth of little things that I can do to shift my perspective. So if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss any episodes. And also make sure that you and I are connected on Facebook and on Instagram. You can also go to www.thepurposeproject.coach c-o-a-c-h and subscribe to the mailing list there and that way you will be able to get in your inbox announcements when these things are coming and when they are out so that you don't miss anything. So let's go back to that time when you truly were in total darkness. How much light would it have taken to push back some of that dark? Not all of it, just enough that you could no longer say you were still in complete and total darkness. How much light would that take? How bright would that light have to be? In all honesty, because we talked about before how hard it is to get in complete and total darkness, you know that it does not take very much light in order to be able to start to see shadows. You might not be able to read a book. You might not want to risk walking across the room without tripping on something, but you can see your hand in front of your face with just the faintest, dimmest amount of light. That smallest, dimmest light from very far away means seeing the outline on your hand and no longer being completely in the dark. It doesn't even have to be a light that's very close to you. It could be a light in the distance. Our moon is miles and miles and miles away. But just that means that you can see the outline of the treetops in the, dif- in the distance. So very little light begins to cast out the darkness. What if you turned on all the lights? You flooded the world on the sunniest day. Is it ever completely free from darkness? That darkness is there. The night comes. 
but it takes so much more darkness to snuff the light than light it takes to push back the dark. And here's why that was really striking me as I was thinking about it the other day. So many times we feel like the presence of a negative thought means we're failing at being positive. That getting angry with our children means that we failed to be peaceful. Having a fight with our husband means we failed to be a good wife or whatever it is. The presence of darkness means we failed having enough light. And I wanted to point out to you that A, it's very, very hard to have complete one or the other. I would say just about impossible. And that the presence of darkness doesn't mean there's inadequate light. So it's a question of thinking both about what you need and what is really present. So the room that I'm sitting in right now to record, I'm in my office, in my basement, and there's a closet. And I'm in a perfectly well-lit room. There's there's windows, there's, you know, lights from the house. I'll, I'm perfectly lit. I can see what I'm doing. I can see my notes. I can see my computer screen. I can see all around me. But that closet still is dark. And if I went into that closet to look for something without turning the light on, I might have difficulty finding it, but I could still kind of see my way around. I wouldn't want to sit in there and try to read, but I could look in, look in there for, for something I, I needed, right? The presence of the darkness in that closet doesn't negate the presence of the light in the rest of the room. When you are down, when you are struggling, when you are battling yourself, you tend to believe the lie that the presence of the darkness means there's inadequate light. And maybe sometimes there is. Maybe sometimes there is inadequate light for the job you mean you need to do. Maybe there's inadequate light in your life and you need to take action and do something. Maybe you need to move closer to the light that's already shining. Maybe you need to do something to create more light. But just the presence of the darkness doesn't mean there's insufficient light. It could just be what you're focused on. You've heard me talk about that before. And it could just be the your proximity and your perspective. Or frankly, it could just be that you need to turn around. Because in order for there to be shadows, like I said at the beginning, there by definition, there has to be a source of light. So if you are looking at shadows... That means the light is behind you and you need to turn around. When you feel overwhelmed by the dark, find that shadow. Find the one flame and turn your face to it. The first step is just to turn towards the light. The next step is to move towards the light. The next step is to add to the light because then the darkness is behind you. It doesn't mean it's not there. It doesn't mean we're blowing sunshine or pretending there's no trouble or or acting as if nothing's wrong. It means we are picking what to focus on. And frankly, when we're looking at the darkness, we can't see very well. If you're sitting in a dark room, have you ever tried to read by candlelight? If the power has gone out and you have candle or flashlight or something like that, You have to be right next to that flame in order to read. If you turned around and tried to read with the candle behind you, 
your body your body would block the light and you wouldn't be able to see the words on the page all you have to do is turn around and be close to it and it sheds enough light for you to see once you turn around once you face the light once you move to the light then you can become the small light that pushes back someone else's darkness Thank you.